Coming up on Nineworks Radio, our three-car garage from the cars that are available on the Nineworks Marketplace. Nineworks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. Nineworks Radio is brought to you by nineworks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts. Nineworks Radio is presented by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks with special input from friends and experts around the industry, as well as you, our valued listeners. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another stellar episode of Nineworks Radio. My name is Lee. I'm joined by Andy, Max and Neil. Good evening, gents. Good, Good evening. Day. Good day. Good evening, everybody. Evening. How you doing? Hope all the listeners are well. Good yes. to see you guys. We've got lots to discuss this episode, starting with the GT4 RS. Can uh, can we dive straight in with some info? Because uh, yeah, there's loads of reviews out there, and we can we can go and have a look, which is great. But um, Neil, you managed to garner some inside knowledge, uh, which I think will be of benefit to listeners at home. So. Someone's told you something regarding numbers. Well, I think allocation is going to be the problem, as uh, I think we all knew. Um, but uh, I think there's going to be some OPCs that are not even going to get an allocation. So, uh, or if they do get an allocation, it's going to be one. Um, maybe places like Reading might get more. Hatfield might get more being part of the Porsche group. Well, but, um, well that, that means there's going to be less than 50 UK cars yeah. we, can, we can take from that, which is crazy. And it's, it's it's slightly more expensive for a Cayman anyway, but um, I personally think it's going to be probably at least 50 overs, probably 70 overs, because it really seems to have captured people's imagination, putting that engine into the GT4. Apparently it was, you know, it was, it was talked about five years ago, apparently. But um, if you if you listen to the Intercooler podcast, they've got a bit on it as well. But uh, apparently the idea was confirmed five years ago. Um, but um, I think we all knew it was going to come to fruition, but um, I don't think we all thought it was going to be as special as this with that special engine in it as well. And it looked so cool with those vents on the rear windows. And they've done a real, real, real good job. And also for once, Porsche have done a good... Uh, launch spec as well because you know what their launch specs are normally like like colors like lizard green and reds and yellows and all that sort of stuff but they've actually done a really decent launch color as well so i I think it's just captured everyone's imagination with the looks of it and um the way it's come out in the videos if um just to sorry to interject there just back regarding like numbers and stuff Mm. i'm going to stick my neck out and say that I think they'll go for more than that on overs. I, I, Probably, I, think, yeah. I think they'll be... 70, I reckon there'll be 70 overs. I, I reckon there might be a bit more than that, if I'm honest. Mm. I, I remember when the 991.1 GT3 RS came out, and uh, I, I remember one that went up for sale at a, a very well-known independent specialist for 300K. Right. They were, I think, 128K plus options from the dealer. I mean, that, you know, it was it was... Double, well, that's about the same as the double the price and look how many of them they made in the end like yeah. you know so fifth just 50 uk cars possibly the most exciting porsche mm. um to to you know come out of vysac for a very long time possibly since the rs4 liter just in terms of like enthusiasts mm. you know outright enthusiast anticipation i think i think they're going to go for big money people are going to want that car over so, 200 grand maybe because what do they say well, it's, it's 104 out of the box isn't it 125, 130 with all the bits. 370, including 180, the 180, 70. Yeah. 130 with all the... Isn't there a Vysag pack to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, over 200 grand maybe on overs. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Watch this space. Hey, watch this space. But that was some like top uh, information that you managed to garner there, Neil. If yeah. true, that's that's going to be a pretty interesting year kind of for the for the GT4 RS market, particularly yeah. in this country. Yeah. I suppose maybe there could be a second run potentially. I suppose in due course. I don't think so because I, I think know. I think it's going to be deemed as such a special car. And you know what Porsche like they they tend to rather than over over um, develop these cars and over um, market them. I think they they like to keep them low numbers. Well, um, also they can't fulfil them. They you know they're, no, they're, they they're, they're struggling to put cars down the line at the moment yeah. anyway. So I, I can imagine it's going to be kind of yeah pretty diminutive anyway. Um, yeah, what interesting. I, I've no, got a car that was due in March. I've got a car that was due in March that I don't think I'll see till September, October. That's a McCann GTS. I don't think I'll see that till September, October. And that was well, meant I, to be a March car. I've heard of a couple of people getting their cars 992 GTS. Um, he didn't think he was going to get that, but it's actually on the boat on its way. Okay. Uh, seen a couple of cars at Bournemouth that have arrived that were th- sort of thought as not maybe not going to make it. Um, so it looks like some stuff's coming through. Mm. What's your? Yeah. Have you had any intel on it, um, Lee? Not um, not since we broke the story uh, on Nineworks a few weeks ago about the uh, production stopping um, yeah. because of the fact that the wiring looms are made in Ukraine. And yeah, we but Porsche GB told us uh, spokesman told us that it's just like an ongoing or a situation that's being reviewed yeah. as an ongoing development so um it was staggered in terms of kind of what was what was being stopped at Zuffenhausen and Leipzig um 911 I think on the line at Stuttgart was was due to stop in kind of mid-march obviously we're recording this at the end of March now oh, so I yeah who so. knows there's, there's been, yeah, been no, yeah. no further comms so yeah I'll ask and, and and on next week's podcast which will be the last of the series and it's going to be an award special which we'll come on to shortly but we'll see if we can just get an update on it yeah so, so here's a quick question then. You get a phone call tomorrow from your dealer principal saying you can have an allocation for a 992 GT3 or a GT4 RS, but you can only have one, one or t'other. What are you taking? Can I have the touring spec? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, I'll have the touring, please. Okay. Mm. I'd uh, I'd take a GT4 RS and I'd flip it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty Good. boy. Yeah. yeah why not everyone else is doing it right <laughs> if we if we've if we've just been speculating then that's going for you know overs are going to be double the car 100 percent. i'm flipping that big time <laughs> that's gonna to your car you can do you can do exactly what you like with it has always been my view all these people moan about flippers then they paid for it they can go and do exactly what they want with it what about you neil which would you have given the choice um i would seeing as i um, turned down. Well, I didn't turn down a touring. I I had to come out of my touring first time round to get another car. Um, I couldn't have both, um, which was very nice to get the other car. I think I I couldn't turn it down second time to get a touring. So I would go for the touring. That's yeah. it's tough, isn't it? Um, I've been getting pretty revved up over the, the GT4 on, RS today, but I think I'd probably I'd probably go touring. Yep. I mm. think. Quality. Right. What well, what I like about it on the reviews is that everyone says you can just literally just drive it on the road and it's just like driving a normal Cayman. It's not it's a little bit noisy when you get above six and a half, seven, but you can just drive it normal five, five and a half, six thousand revs, and it just feels no different to a normal GT4. So 
having that motor so close, that bit closer to your ears and the induction mm. through the mm. quarter lights, it's it must be cool, amazing, actually. mustn't it, to be in it when mm. it's singing. You wouldn't need any piped in sound like the Yaris in that one, would you? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, it's it's incredible. I took a mate in my Yaris uh, today and he was going, God, God, the noise in here is amazing. I didn't have the heart to tell him it was piped in. <laughs> I just let him well, believe it. That's the way. Well, that's that's all we're going to have in the future is piped in music when it's blooming electric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, old man, old man, blue. Old man, old man, old man. <laughs> right. Yes, we'll go. Let's get back on topic. So today is the penultimate episode of season, Andy, season six. Season six. Whoa. So, yes, penultimate episode. Next uh, week, we, as I said, will be, um, it'll be an awards special because it is the inaugural Nineworks Awards at Charade Accident Repair. My lovely co-hosts of Nineworks Radio are going to be there on the night. Andy, Max yep. and Neil, spot on. Yep, so that's yep. going to be good. Black tie evening. We've got uh, nine awards. I've got to get my black tie sorted out. Haven't uh, I've, I'm never going to fit in it. Neil's coming in his tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming no in chance. one of those tracksuit that's like, it's got an evening suit on it, but it's a tracksuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. That's just giving me inspiration. Fantastic. Thank you for <laughs> <God>. that. <laughs> well, We've we've got Tony Hatter on the door. He's he's guest of honour, but before that, he's on the door. And and is he? He's, he's, yeah, Tony's got the memo that there's absolutely no tracksuits. That so doesn't matter who you are. So <laughs> it's not a tracksuit. Neil will be all right though because he's coming in his nine nine three, so he'll he'll get in. <laughs> he probably will, probably will. Even if it's raining. Yeah. Wow. So yes, that'll be next week, and we are very much looking forward to that. As I say, um. The, Four of us are going to be there. Um, there's 80 people in attendance from around the industry. Tickets are now gone. They're all sold out. Um, but you can still watch the awards live. It's on Thursday, the 7th of April. So by the time this podcast goes out, it'll be a couple of days away. But you can watch the ceremony live on uh, the Nineworks underscore Lee Instagram page and also the Nineworks TV. Yeah, we're going to wow. broadcast it live on, on social media and on our YouTube channel, Nineworks TV. Quite. So what even time people, does that start then on? About half past eight, once it, once everybody's uh, had okay. had their din-dins. Excellent. So we'll, um, we'll start with a Q&A with Tony Hatter, whereby um, it won't be me asking Tony the, the questions, it will be our, our guests uh in the room so yeah get yeah, get so your get, thinking get your caps questions on questions lined up yes so and andy yes well we're coming to you first andy as a as a 993 diehard so and can we could we get questions from if we're doing a live feed maybe we can get questions from live feed audience as well it's a good idea we'll see we we'll see how see if we can do that yeah let's see how shy the audience is in attendance because you know what yeah. it's like usually they're a bit coy at first and then by the end you can't you, you can't get can't people to put their up. hands down yeah, yeah which is going to be nice so yeah any questions you've got for tony hatter legendary 993 and career gt designer amongst other bits and pieces um and then we'll go on to that nine works award ceremony which as, as we've discussed before will reward excellence across the industry so yeah it's going to be it's going to be a cracker of an evening Awesome. Uh, what time does it kick off for people that are there in real life, just so that we can remind everybody and get them ready and juiced up? Yes, very good point. So 7pm is uh, arrival, canapes on arrival and yeah. a bit of a mingle. We've got a really cool display of some very special cars linked to Tony Hatter's tremendous career. Marvelous. So that's that's going to be really nice. 
Um, yes, then we'll kind of proceed into uh, the awards room itself where everyone will be seated. We'll have some food and then, and then, yeah, then the good stuff can start with the awards and whatnot. And, and do you know what as well? It's going to be really, really good to just get 80 people from around the industry mm. all in one room. Like when else does that, that happen for an evening? And um, yeah, absolutely spot on. So we're looking forward to it. Marvellous. Marvellous. Right then, on to today's episode and topics. So first of all, we're going to be looking, it's, boy, it's fantasy garage time, which yes. um, Max Newman, this Finally. is all over, all Wait over. For this. <laughs> about 35 years. Brilliant. So Neil, Max, Andy and I have dived into the Nineworks marketplace where currently that we've got over 70 cars up for sale um, on Nineworks marketplace all incidentally for sale only uh, by reputable specialists. So we kind of call on our various expertise and experience that we've garnered over the last decade or so around the industry. So we've only got people up there who, who we really think a lot of and the, and the whole kind of mechanism behind that. And then we're going to introduce a specialist charter in the coming months as well, where all of the vendors sign up to a specialist charter that essentially guarantees a minimum standard of excellence when it comes to the quality condition of the car, as well as the customer service. And the whole kind of point of that is to enable you at home to browse and hopefully buy with confidence. And the other thing I want to say just before we dive into Fantasy Garage is that if you go on the Nineworks Marketplace, you can uh, get some finance quotes with our finance partner, which is Rare Car Finance. And you can also request an independent inspection, inspection, beg your pardon, from a host of our um, affiliate inspectors around the country. So it's really, really cool. If you haven't yet checked out the Nineworks Marketplace, go and go and take a look. So gents, what are we doing then? What, what's, what fantasy garage are we doing today? So what was our, our little categories? Were there 50k daily was it 50 grand daily smoker yeah the up to what was it up to 150 toy um, toy <laughs> weekend toy figures <laughs> weekend toy out of my world well they've gone up over the last nine months haven't they yeah so. true, true. <laughs> yeah and then uh what is our fantasy car on there does no money require you know no limit on money so that's our three categories I think we went for one hundred and fifty k, like ish. This is this is all ish. ish. I mean, uh, oh, is it ish? Well, well, oh, ish. no. I've, I've been tired and fast this lunchtime. Well, it's always oh, a bit of an I've ish. I've been like, oh, I can't afford that one. Well, it's gone and wrong now already. You're telling me. Well, I've gone my fifty to sixty k ish daily driver. Oh, <laughs> so we've gone over sixty k. Little, little, little bit of leeway there. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to stick with the original rules. All right, fine. You're you're far more diligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. But 150k in terms of a weekend toy that kind of incorporates the good stuff like the GT3s and whatnot that you okay. know are perennially popular. So um, I think right. that was- I'd just like to make it clear. Then I've stuck to 50k maximum budget on the daily, uh, uh, 150k on the fun thing, and then whatever for just so you know quality. Okay. So you're okay. gonna have, you're gonna have loads of money left over then to ice blast your cars every three years or well, every yeah. year. Well, so. I'll come on to that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I have built in a big modification budget. So <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so yes, the daily driver, the weekend toy, and then the money at no object fancy halo car. Uh, now, was there also talk about a shitter that's in the garage as well? Uh, oh, that was one of my other ideas when I thought maybe we should pick one air and one water. So just two cars. 
one air oh, okay. No, I thought you meant there was car. like a... But the you... implication was that the only other car that you had access to was 180,000-mile Passat diesel estate. That's the yeah. only other car you're allowed to use. Okay, so we'll forget about that. Let's do the three, as we said, the 50, 50 yeah. grand daily, the 100... Yes, we can come up with something yeah, yeah. crazy again next series because this sort of stuff's always pretty good and always kind of gets um, gets people's appetite going. So it would yeah. also be nice in it as usual when we post this on social media, um, on our Instagram page next week. Let us know what your choices are as well from what, what you've seen online on, on yeah. the marketplace. I think what you should nice actually do while you're listening to this is because you know you'll be listening to it when you've got like the computer in front of you is get the computer up and start looking and uh, yeah, listen and pick your stuff so that you can post some screenshots in your stories and tag nine works radio in oh, good, cool. I, like cool. I like it very good very good right so 50 brackets to 60k ish closed brackets daily driver <laughs> where it's 50k not a penny more yes yeah exactly that <laughs> exactly that um neil what did you go for um i've i'm i'm under budget on on all mine actually so oh, um well done I've gone for the 996 40 Yara that's um, for sale at uh, JZM Porsche. I've, I've been contemplating buying one of these for a while, but um, I think they're just great looking cars. They've got some great extras on them. Um, they're a little bit under the radar. Um, yeah, I just I just think they look they look cool. Um, they do look uh, cool, actually, for a 996. They do. And most of them come in silver, which I don't mind. In fact, virtually everyone I've seen has come in silver. They, Perhaps they were all made in silver. I don't know. I think they were. They were. Yeah, they were. Okay. Okay, fine. Um, but I like the extras that are on them. And quite a few have um, rear wipers, which, as everyone knows, oh. I do <laughs> I do quite like. But it's just a sport suspension on them. Um, there's just things like sound package stuff on them and suspension on them. And it's got some nice little – it's got a factory power kit on it, which is not very much, but it's there. Um, so they, they don't all have that wing, do they? No, they don't. That no, seems to be, no, no, no. To be honest, no. I've never seen that before, actually, yeah. um, on, on that example at JZM. I, I haven't. It's an interesting wing. Hmm, I don't, it, it's not It's not offensive to me. It's not a huge, yeah. great big wing, but um, I think it sort of suits the car. But look at those front grills on the front and um, That's everything. That's a turbo looks, bumper, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Turbo bumper on a narrow body car, which is, yeah. is pretty cool. And, and actually, it's, it's the only, the anniversary is the only, uh, well, no, sorry. It, there are two 996s that have numbered production runs. The anniversary is one of them. The other one is uh, the 996 Millennium Edition, which, um, it's, it's, if I'm being honest, not particularly special, really. It's just like a... No. I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, for, for kind of for good reason, really. So, like, the, 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 but that plays into to the... Um, the 40R, the anniversary car, it's, it's yeah. a really, really special car. Numbered production, 996, pretty cool. But this one's only done 17,000 miles. It's also got wow. polished polished wheels on it, which I, I actually think look pretty cool. They're, they, I think they all came with that, didn't they? The blingy wheels. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. But Sunroof, well, well, really suspension, um, proper headlights on it. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. That's Those a, ones that's do a... look particularly polished, though, those wheels, under the studio lights. Uh, it's obviously been really well prepped. Yeah, at JZM because they really do look polished. That's um, that's a yeah, it's a cracking daily driver. That I wonder how you get on with a sports suspension. Mine, that can be a little bit firm, but that is yeah, that's a that's a fun, engaging, special daily driver. So if you look at the rear, if you look at the rear pictures on JZM, that 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 spoiler just looks as though it's always been there because it's got the brake light incorporated on it as well. It just it it doesn't look like it's an aftermarket product, which I think is really cool. 
So that's yeah. my that's my daily driver. I think you'd get on with that really, really well. Yeah. Let's um let's go to Max and let's finish off the 50k or bracket 60k-ish. Well, I daily driver. I don't like the 40th anniversary 906, so I didn't go for that. Um, <laughs> gloves gloves are off. <laughs> I never like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's because you are like that's because you might do he might do your will smith on you in a minute <laughs> he might do that's because you're a 997 snob and your 911 world only starts at 997 <laughs> <laughs> well i was thinking about choosing a 997 in this very section actually um but it was slightly over budget i thought well that's probably okay but actually what I thought, bearing in mind this is daily, I actually thought I might have that McCann Turbo at Chase and M because I've, I've daily a McCann at the moment and it's absolutely brilliant as a daily. Um, and I thought that would be a really good, uh, that would be a really good smoker, especially when you live in the countryside like I do. So, but I thought I might get accused of being a bit boring. So uh, taking a little bit of Andy's budget, I thought what I'd actually <laughs> get in this section is the, is the 907.1 Turbo Cab that's at Paragon. It's 63 grand, so it is slightly over. Slightly. Um, but it's really nice. It's manual it? and it would be it. um that would be a great car. That's a cool that's a car for all seasons and all reasons, that is. Yeah, I completely <laughs> I agree with that, Max, wholeheartedly, I have to say that is cool. But um yeah, you you're you're allowed you're allowed the McCann. That's, that's a cool daily. So if um somebody's got a gun to your head, what do you go for? The sensible McCann or the the uh the turbo cab? Well, I'm going to go with the McCann because that's what I thought first of all. So I'm going to stick with that. Nice, nice, very nice. I think you've chosen and it's YC way under there. budget as well. I've got money in the bank. Oh, there we go. Yeah, go on then, Andy. Um, well, I've gone with the McCann as well. Ooh, yeah. I'm, I was straight in there with that because uh, yeah, that would just suit suit well for everything. I'm cool with that. I'm happy. Happy with the McCann. Good choice. Um, Modern mod cons. I would have liked to it to have been a GTS, I think, rather than the turbo. Because uh, I, I don't know, I just like the noise the GTS makes. Although in that generation, that, those early McCanns, the turbos are three point six. Okay. It's got a much. It's got a bassier sound to it than has the it? Okay. Three liter GTS. No, no, no. It, it no. has. It has. It sounds. You've heard mega. my McCann GTS. That turbo would not sound better than my McCann GTS. The first, the first you. edition GTS. No, no way. No way. It really. They do really sound good. I, I had a sitting one at Porsche Center Solihull, and he started it up, and I nearly bought it there and then. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it sounds mega. Not that the, I'm not saying the GTS doesn't, but anyway. Are those the same wheels that you've got on yours? Uh, they are indeed, yes. Yeah, what, what, what good-looking wheel they are on them, Cam. The RS Spider wheel. Very good, yeah, okay. In fact, the same as you've got on your GTS, Neil, but they're black on yours. I've got the same finish. I've got the diamond cut finish on mine, like these ones. Yeah, I'd have to get them repainted because I don't like diamond cut wheels as a rule. I don't either. I've been thinking about getting them repainted, I have to yeah. admit. Mm. Mm. Nice. No, I like that car. Nice black yeah. leather. Agreed. Very, Great seats. Uh, it's got the good seats. So what's good about them? What, they're 18-way adjustable or something? They're what's super the... comfy. The standard seat in the McCann doesn't look that good and is not that comfortable. Um, okay. It's just a bit of a bench, isn't it? It's it is a bit a of a standard bench, seat. Yeah. 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 But the upgrade seat is heavily bolstered and super comfy, 
which is brilliant for everyone apart from my mum, who actually struggles to get into it. It's like over the bolster at 78 years old or however old she is. It's a bit of a struggle. I have to, I have to put her in the back. <laughs> my mum's my mum's convinced that um, I've got something against her and uh, getting into our cars because uh, I had um, I don't know if you remember I had a Jeep Wrangler that was all like had a three inch body lift on it. And I, <laughs> what? All right, I had <laughs> I had to actually go and buy a caravan step to get her in it. <laughs> and uh, we went up there a couple of weekends ago and uh, we we're trying to get her in the back of my uh, wife's XC40. And we almost had to bend a double to get her in because the, <laughs> the back door was actually quite small. So you have to sort of maneuver your feet to get it in and she just couldn't get in. So hilarious. Yeah, You've so, got to post a picture of your Jeep Wrangler on Instagram. I want to see that. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, I, I guess. I never knew you had that skeleton in your closet. Oh, it's a proper good one, that was. It's yeah, that was just after I got done for um, excessive speed. So it was like uh, something to stop me driving. I can past. tell you live at the coast. You can only have one of those if you live at the coast, surely. <laughs> yeah. On the proper surf spec. So tell you me, what is, what is windscreening heat insulating glass with top tint? Does that mean it's, it's a heated windscreen or it's just got special glass that keeps the heat in? Where's that? Isn't that? That's the stuff that's got that weird tint on it, isn't it? When you look at the car and you can't you can't see into it because it's got that yeah. orangey tint to it. Oh yeah, okay. It's the last option on it. It says windscreen yeah. in heat insulating glass with top tint. I'm sure it's that like a is it um erodium or some sort of something that's in the glass. Oh, so it, it stops reflects, the heat. So it, it stops the heat. the heat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's in a nice colour, which is rhodium silver, which is something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, good, right, good choice. Good obsessed choice. about McCann's enough. <laughs> Over to you, Lee. What have you gone for? Well, for my, yeah, 50 to 60K-ish daily driver. Uh, um, <laughs> what what budget have we hit? We hit 70. <laughs> well, you know, funnily enough, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at a tickle over 60K. So I might, have to, I might have to borrow something back, which actually I do later on. So I, I, I can get away with this. I'm, I'm definitely out the woods. Um, I, similarly to Max, was purring over 997 turbos. And I looked at that lovely one at Paragon, the turbo cab. And I thought, wow brilliant spec um what's that the silver one yeah, yeah. so um cabriolet does anybody start, like those wheels no they're, they're, well they're okay they're the turbo wheels are they not mm, i'd have to change them andy for yeah. um sport classic fooks uh, it's not a bad worst idea porsche wheels ever i think i agree but yeah. like max said i thought it's a car for all seasons being um cab four-wheel drive it's got ceramics on it which is pretty cool chrono pack bows so it ticks all the boxes but then i saw as kind of controversially it's a manual and i am at, after kind of smoking around in my 957 cayenne i would never ever ever have a manual for a daily driver ever again mm-hmm. because i just think that there's too much traffic on the road so yeah. i would go for the um tiptronic coupe 997.1 turbo rpm technic uh silver again um has the sunroof so you can still get a little bit of sun in so i won't miss that cab too much extended lever i think mm. that's cool it's a nice place to be heated seats park assist all that good stuff i think you need for for like rear wiper. driving rear wiper for now now we're on to it now we're on to it yeah, so I is it silver that again? Well. That's a nice car. It's a yeah, really nice car. I, I, I like it. Like, you know, I was looking at 996 turbos as well, but dynamically the 997.1 is, is a bit of a step on, um, particularly at the front axle. Uh, so, yeah, an awesome 
daily which you know if you if you ever kind of just bored you can then just blast you know put your foot down and blast anyone into oblivion at the traffic lights or whatever so you can still have a little bit of fun when um when you need it so that's my choice were you tempted sticking at um rpm uh to go for the 907.2 c4s the white one i just quite well it's, it's a it's a good idea but i just like the idea of having a turbo to be honest just as a daily i know it'd be uh pretty juicy but i just like the idea of it doing everything i need to but then when i just want to like put my foot down and have a decent squirt yeah that that will do it you know 480 horsepower um i drove one a bit a manual about a year ago for for a youtube review i just i loved it to be honest i thought it was an incredible car and a, and a cool daily i remember that was one that jonathan had wasn't it that's it yeah yeah but it but it you know you're right like, that, that, you know a c4s is, is a great a great option again if you'd prefer that naturally aspirated flat six so and and it would have brought us in budget as well yeah <laughs> that's why i wouldn't have gone for it <laughs> <laughs> feeling flash <laughs> quality okay yeah there's well, look, there's some interesting bits and pieces in there to be fair there's some interesting bits and pieces um i'm surprised nobody's gone for anything kind of small sports car like cayman boxster there was a, a cool boxster gts on there that was um could tip the box i think but i was i was tempted to go controversially and because i feel like i champion it a little bit to go for the 718 boxster yeah um just because i've because i had that week in it you know the one that poor center lead sent me and i really loved it you know after a week and and i thought of that because in one of the whatsapp groups uh that i'm in with some porsche friends there's a guy who said he was i think he had a nine he had a 987 boxster and he was going to to test drive a, a four-cylinder uh, 718 GTS mm-hmm. with, you know, feeling really confident that he was going to buy it. I thought, oh yeah, that's a great car. Great idea. Uh, but he had his standard OPC test drive and didn't like the motor. Mm. So he didn't buy it. And he's since bought a, a 981 Boxster GTS. And I remember thinking when I got from Leeds back to my house, which is quite, you know, a few hundred miles, I remember thinking this motor's terrible. I think there's something wrong with it. Um, at the end of day one but by the end of day three day four i was loving it and i thought i thought you know a lot of people won't buy that car because they'll go for a 20 minute half hour test drive and they think the motor's horrible um but you know it's a it's a, it's a they're bloody good cars yeah that's it's, you raise kind of a good point there max and I, i'd like to put a question to you gents do you feel like where i mean there's definitely an element of scaremongering going on in like the wider media in terms of how bad internal combustion engine cars are and we must all go and buy electric cars tomorrow um for the enthusiast does you know does that mean our choices even for a daily driver could be a little bit more skewed towards the enthusiast side rather than the practical side because we want is there an element of wanting to enjoy these cars while they're still plentiful or is or do you feel like that's not particularly relevant yet or no, no, think... no, I've definitely been in that camp, but remember we've got two i3 owners on the on the pod here. <laughs> so you've got some mm. people taking a different approach. I, I I would say I agree with Lee a little bit, but it I think it depends where your family is as well. Your kid situation, um, depending on what car you would choose for a daily as well. I mean, not everyone can choose a 911 for a daily. Some people would have to go for a McCann. So it just depends on their child situation. I mean Mine are, mine are old and gone, so I'm in a different situation. But um, So I can be a little bit more choosy, but I know what you mean. And also, I've got an i3 as well, so I can do any of the silly little trips in that. Um, so that's why my choice was what my choice is. But um, a lot of people may have a lot of different criteria. 
Yeah. So, so I think you have to take everything into account. But I, I do think you're right, though. Um, people would be um, erring on something a little bit more special and a little bit more quirky and not really worry about the practicality of it so much in a daily driver. While they still can. Mm. Yeah. I found I found personally that my, you know, we typically have three cars, you know, which is quite lucky to have three cars and they, you know, they get changed or organically one at a time you know i try to be to have a bit of a strategy but it's not always easy and i thought certainly a couple of years ago when you and i first met neil i mean i remember we talked about i3s i thought if i only got three cars then i'm not ready for one of those cars to be an electric or a fev or something like that but since i changed the 997 for the 991 the the 991 is an even easier 911 to use Mm. all the time because it's PDK, it's got dab radio, it's more comfortable. You know, so it's just a great car for all sorts of things. And that now makes me think that when I get rid of the 335i Beamer, which is great, you know, petrol, six-cylinder, M Sport exhaust, you know, it's a real, you know, enthusiast car for, for a family wagon. And I'm starting to think, actually, you know, I do really quite fancy an i3. And talking to Andy and Neil about them, you know, that gets me more revved up about it. And I talked about it with Mandy, and now she really wants an i3. <laughs> so you know it could be now you know two years down the line from when neil and i first started talking about them you know one of our three cars could become a you know an an i3 that's enough of the i3 yes oh yeah sorry about that yeah yes. sorry we've been down, going down that i've been trying to interrupt for ages and then realized i was on mute i so thought i could I'm see back. you like chatting away <laughs> <laughs> i thought they're not listening to me they're not listening so right, should we get on to the weekend one Dennis? no no i just wanted to stop okay. on the daily quickly because uh, yeah. i've just found something that i didn't find earlier and that's uh, a 997.2 ct c2s on my favorite wheels on the night for the yeah that's lovely that is andy that carrera sport wheels yeah. oh. it's over 50 grand so you can't have it yeah, but you could get the deal, couldn't you? you could get 50, off 50 double nine five. At yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd do it at 50, wouldn't they? They'd do it at 50. You better call yeah. Greg and ask him, see what he says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, I think that looks a lovely car. Yeah, what wheel, What wheels are they again? Like what they're, they're the Carrera, Carrera Sports. Sport. They look like yeah. big mm. mini light wheels. Yeah, I think they're yeah. The, the best 997 wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, have, I'd love to have had them on mine. Yeah, yeah. They, really they've like got a lovely kind of um. You don't see it so much in the pictures, actually, but they've got a lovely kind of like concave profile yes. at the back. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah super good, nice. Good right. Okay. Yeah. I looked at that, Andy. That's lovely. Yeah. Lovely. And it's manual as well. It's yeah, manual. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Right. On to the next category then, shall we? Okay. Weekend, so weekend toy. Weekend the weekend toy. toy. Under a budget of 150, did we say? Or are we? Are we... Yes. 150. Yeah. 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 No more. How about Lee? Well, I went for 150 to brackets 200k-ish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's okay. You can borrow some money off me because mine's only 105. (laughs) No chance. You'll you'll put a bit of interest on that. (laughs) Oh, oh, ex-fizz kid city boy. Yeah, don't call (laughs) a fizz kid for nothing. Uh, go on, Neil. What's your what's your 150k weekend toy? Uh, mine is I'm going all all uh, JZM this evening. So sorry, um, Paragon and RPM and the likes. Um, it's a GT4 718 GT4. The club sport mm, doesn't really bother me. I'd have rather had a comfort one. Um, I don't really like roll cages and things like that. But um, they're the only ones on the marketplace website. This one's done 2,200 miles, which is shocking. Whoever owned it. <laughs> for two years before you should hang your head in shame um the one owner from new but it's got every single box tick that i would i would spec a car 
Um, I think they've even got some things on there that come as standard, which is a little bit silly, like cup holder, just to extend the, the thing on there, Jays of them. <laughs> what, what, um, is, what, what is the spec briefly, Neil? Like, what, I'm just trying to find it. Well, yeah, it's, it's solid black, which I think is quite good. So the, um, mm-hmm. the uh, GT4 that I have was solid white. Uh, Club Sport package, like I say, forget it, but it's got ceramics on it, which I would have. Uh, Bose, DAB, uh, the bucket seats I wouldn't have anyway, but the LED lights, the PDLS with a dynamic high beam, Sport Chrono, yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a quality spot. Cruise, con- cruise control for when you're doing the you know the trips to your good drivers, park assist. Sport look pedals is a bit Sport look pedals when you've got your Pilates on. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, centre console trimming carbon is nice. Centre console leading Alcantara is nice. Sports exhaust system, black tailpipe is quite good. Go- goes with the black car really nice. It's um, gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's, and I don't know what JZM are doing with their photographer at the moment, but they're taking some really cool pictures. So the ones they got are the 996 40 Euro is cool. And they've, I don't know. They seem to, They've these cars nice are filters on there. Yeah. They're really yeah. pinging out, you know, the, the, the pictures are really pinging out on their website. So kudos to you guys. At, um, Jay's they, they're you doing some, some nice prep and then they've they got are. some nice lighting. I think, I mean, that side profile view of it there is so the car's so shiny. The wheels look cool. You've got the yellow calipers on it. Um, and, and then if you look at it from the rear with the black tailpipes, I mean, that is quite an aggressive looking rear there. You've got yeah. the uh, diffuser on the back. You've got the wing there. You've got the black tailpipes. I think that's a really – look at the amount of rubber you got there as well. Look, I mean, that's a big old wheel on the GT4. Mm. So that would be my weekend toy. I'd be interested to know why you don't like this um, 918 Spider Buckets because, to me, that is like a high watermark for, for um, Porsche seat. I've, I've had them a couple of times. I think they sit you too far forward. And if you ever use it on the track, when you've got your helmet on, um, it sits you even – your head is even further forward. And you sit yeah. in a really awkward position. Okay, you get used to it after 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, agreed. But I would I would rather have comforts. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a hardcore track monkey. So do I really need 918 buckets with harnesses? No, I don't. I'd much rather have have it for the um, 360 days that I don't drive on track rather than the five days that I do and yeah. have and have and have comfort seats. If I could have had my two RS with comforts in it, I pretty much would have done, but mm. I don't think you could have done at the time, but that, that I think is a cracking looking car. And I think it's made to look all the better by JZM again with their prep work and their um, photography. So well done guys. That's a, that's a really good looking car. I'll tell you what I like about it is they haven't gone for yellow deviated stitching. No, because as soon as you see the seat belts, that's what I was going to like. look at the interior pic, um, pictures and go, oh, no, no. No, they've not I just can't the ever. yellow thing. Yeah. No, so you, so you just get rid of the yellow seat belts. Um, yeah. Just put black or grey seat belts in it. And it's, it's just a black accent car. So even the rear lights, you know, it's all done in, in the smoky black as well. And the wheels as well and the platinum colour. Yeah, I think that's I a really, really good car. I don't like that thing where people have got to match the because it's got ceramics with yellow calipers, mm. they then go, yeah, let's have this yellow, that yellow, and I just don't no. like it. No, just have black. Yeah. Just a black a good appraisal. Belts. Very mm. good appraisal. Uh, Max? Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> when, when I was going to get the 997 cab in the daily section, I decided that what I was going to have uh, in this section was one of the two 50R and 991s. Oh yeah, okay. at JZM, way under budget, and I really, really like them. I've written about this before on Nine Works in yeah. the Wednesday Want. Yeah, I just think that I would love to spend time and use a 50R and one. They're so special inside. You know, the interior treatment, the from the dials 
uh, you know, which are like an early 60s, 9-11, the houndstooth interior. And it's a really lovely thing inside. It's got the wide body, you know, the bits of, um, of bright work on the back and around the windows. It's just such a great looking car. I think that's that's something I'd like to, you know, you, you're sort of thinking weekend toy. You might be thinking track day toy, but I'm thinking weekend, you know, trips, yeah. you know, grand touring, you know, trip to the coast, you know, in a 50 or a 911. You know, I don't think there's much, there's much, many better places to be. That's Asian Asian gray. Bang on, bang on. Yeah, which colour would you go for? Well, because um, <laughs> there's two there. Naturally, I'd be inclined to go for the um, for the sort of flat battleship grey one. But mm. I'm coming round to the geyser grey. Yeah, um, geyser you know, grey. I almost think if you're going to go 50 R, why not go geyser grey? Yes. I don't well think played. it looks that good in those pictures. It looks a bit beige trouser. Guys are grey. Always looks better in the flesh. Yeah, it that's does. what I'm thinking. If, you know, imagine imagine that on the road, especially in you know a sea of silver, black, and white, and whatnot. Mm. That is that is cool. Uh, Max, that's such a stellar choice. It has to be said, mate. And I, I think the the fifty yard car is really underrated, actually. Yeah, and it is a num- you know going back to the numbered edition thing as we did with the 40, 40th anniversary car. It is a numbered edition. You know, a genuine numbered edition car. And that's why they're nearly 120 grand. This one hasn't got the power upgrade, though, has it? Well, no. funnily enough, they weren't offered standard in the UK, no. but they were everywhere else, which I think is cool. Well, I know, I know someone who's got one in the UK, and it was a six grand option, he told me. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, it was, it was an option yeah. extra, but if, if, he's got one. the territories, it was standard. Yeah. Which, that's I mean, the only person I know in the UK that's got one. Yeah, yeah the, um, there was another one that, that was uh, for sale recently, a, a specialist down in wiltshire and that had the power kit hmm. but but you're right there aren't many in the uk that do have the power kit so the so, geezer um, gray hasn't got it and uh, have a look the other one hasn't either no okay, um, but both of them are pdk which is probably what hmm. i want on that yeah. on that car uh, uh, yeah and again as well max like you say like that's a really kind of special place to be um you know and inside and also outside that's a car that's actually been really well put together by porsche like really nice and sympathetic to style traits from the past but incorporated in quite a, a nice way yeah yeah they did a great job with that you know and people could say you know it's just a it's just a gts in a like in a, in a retro outfit and that sort of thing and you know you could level that criticism at it but when you see one in the flesh you know they they, they, they really are lovely yeah. i remember seeing one in the us and it looked particularly good under where were we we were in boston um, and it looked good under that light, you know, the, I think it was an evening. So it had a, a real sort of that romantic US light, if you know what I mean. That yeah, we don't yeah, get much yeah. over here. It look, looked really good in yeah. there. Yeah. But having said all that, if I'm going for the McCann Turbo as my daily, then actually what I'd get in this section is the 997.2 GT3, the black one also at JZM, mm. which is 123 grand. It's a comfort spec car, which kind of suits me for smoking about in, same as as you would say, Neil. Mm. I mean, that's a gorgeous car. Absolutely gorgeous car. Is it the black one? Yeah. JZM is doing good good tonight, aren't they? Yeah, they were were real. um, In fact, that's one of the GT3s I have driven um, for my 40th birthday when I went to Porsche Experience Centre and did GT Experience. That was one of the cars that I drove. I remember thinking, first of all, that it was actually quite hard work. You know, it's quite a challenging shift that that manual shift it's quite notchy i think i struggled a little bit with it until i got into it but when i got out of it i thought god this is a car you could really get to know and learn and really you know and really love that's got some interesting interesting finish on the wheels 
Yeah, yeah, that's not a factory finish. It's uh, like but a gold. It's, you know, yeah, bronze, bronze it's described as. Yeah. I'd probably get them done in silver, but um, I don't dislike it. But yeah, I mean, they're lovely. Yeah, nice. Nice. You must have driven one of those, haven't you, Lee, over the, over the time? Uh, anniversary? No, the, um, the 0.2 GT3 997. Uh, I did, Max, but the last one I drove for those was a very long time ago, so I'd love to get some seat time in it again just to kind of compare. Um, the last time I drove one of those was when the 991.1 had just come out, actually. So, yeah, oh. it's, it's something I'd, I need to revisit, to be honest. Yeah, lovely thing. So that's my... If I've taken the McCann Turbo as my daily, then that's my weekender. Yeah, okay. well under budget, so I'm I'm super. I've, I'm in credit. Big time, <laughs> <laughs> <Big dive. clears throat> Andy. Right, how much am I spending? I've spent. Uh, where's it gone? I'm trying to find it. Count your pennies. You can yeah. probably get an extra car in Andy. You've saved some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's where is it? It's gone. It can't have gone. Is it disappeared off the website? There it is. There it is. I'm spending £116,900 and I'm going for the 930 Turbo Cab. (laughs) (laughs) Quality. Quality. Talk us through the spec. Look at that interior. Look at that interior. Yeah, I've never really got on with the... um, the piping. Is anybody else? Does anybody else dig piping on interiors? Mm, it's no. very, it's very eighties. Is it what is, I would isn't say, it? Yeah, you know, very, very eighties. Yeah. But yeah, come on, give, give, give listeners a bit of a flavour of what what car we're looking at. So yeah, at. we've got a, a nine thirty cab in blue. Uh, I'm not sure which exact blue it is. What's it? Marine in? blue. Marine blue. Dark Gorgeous, blue hood. That looks good. Linen interior, which I do like. The linen interiors. I think um, uh, Matt. Glassop had linen in his 964. I always, always thought that looked really good. It's got all blue, actually, isn't it? Dark blue carpets. The tonneau cover's blue. Yeah. Headlining's blue. It's the four Blue hood manual. as well when the hood's up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really coming round to cabs of late. Yes. Uh, yes. And that, that does it for me. I'm really, hey, that, yeah. That is a cool car. And as we've discovered recently, um, there's just the, the 930 turbo is such a cool car and again you know after a long hard week at work you know bumbling around in in, in the daily you know jumping into that for a sunday morning drive the sun shining oh what an occasion yeah. that would yeah. be you know It'd be fantastic wouldn't it yeah. i'm just looking the finish at these, on the wheels is gorgeous as well. exactly what i'm looking at i'm looking at yeah. the the rear wheel at the moment and the dish on it and the finish on it looks fantastic again yeah. jzm oh my word i've just checked out the steering wheel so that's a silver painted wheel with a silver painted Fuchs with a polished rim, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that really looks lovely. Wicked. That is honestly, yeah, that is what a choice, Andy B. As the well. other detail, which is amazing, in one of the pictures from up above, you can see it's got the um, seat backs down in the rear seats. Yes, and embroidered into the into the back is turbo mm. yeah. in really big <laughs> script. Can't remember which seat well, it wasn't. It's that. It's only so got twenty four thousand miles on it. Yeah, you'd sort that out, though, wouldn't you? The other thing I'm just trying to see as well, because it says on the description it's first registered in August 1988. Um, so I'm trying to work out if that would make it an 89 model year. Uh, no, my answer is it's been 
revealed further down because it's four, it's speed. Yeah, four, four speed, speed manual, not not the five. But you so know, there's not there's nothing wrong with that. Like the four you speed, like the is, four speed, don't yeah, you? I do. Yeah. It's 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 fun and and yeah, like working it with the car is is quite a challenge. So well, I think with this one, when you're on the peninsula, you don't want to be changing gear too much, do you? Because you're going to have your elbow <laughs> up on the thing and, and you're going to be cruising. <laughs> It says there's only 50 examples produced for the UK market over a three-year production run, a turbo cabriolet. Wow, okay. Is that real? Probably, Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. That is so low, isn't it? That would have been an expensive car, though, wouldn't it? That would be a lot of money in 1988. Yeah, but I mean, it's just so 80s, you know, so like 80s excess. And it's just like the comedic value of putting your foot down you know the car flying back onto its rear haunch while the um the boost video gauge just flies right you know <laughs> yeah oh mate that's yeah. yeah what a fantastic fantastic Dog flying car. out the back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that steering wheel is something isn't it the linen yeah, steering wheel oh big. yeah it's, beautiful it's big as well isn't it i um i had lee you might be able to tell me i had exactly the same car in a, a 930 super sport targa which am i right in saying that people who ordered the turbo um they couldn't deliver them for some reason so they sent everyone a super sport and then you could give that super sport back when your targa was well, sorry when your turbo was ready i don't know about that i only know that um oh no i'm thinking of turbo cabs and targas which come along from 86 um no i i don't know on that I, okay. I don't know it has to be said but i know it was it was an option code i think it was it m491 was the was the turbo look which is essentially mm. that's kind of going back to uh yeah you know the start of special wishes in 82 mm. and and kind of just that although it wasn't an exclusive sondervinch car it, it came from people saying well yeah i'd quite like the turbo look but i, I don't want yeah. to pay the extra however many deutschmarks it was for a turbo so that's really, if you, yeah. you used to have one of those, that was really cool. How did you find that to drive? Um, well, apart from the t- uh, Targa roof leaked like hell, um, it was lovely. Really, really, like the, the boost on it was, yeah, really cool. And it's quite a big car inside. Um, is is I, I like the way those, just looking at the details that I can remember from mine, those little white dots on the door handles, so you can find the door handles quickly. Um, <laughs> is that what they are? Yeah, they're on both sides, so that you know that that's <laughs> what, the they door fluoresce? handle. Uh, maybe yeah maybe maybe yeah i've always wondered what they are because i was i thought they were like they were dots that were left there when the the car was new or something and people hadn't peeled them off i think i like it because a lot of the switch gear and a lot of the look on the dashboard is a little bit like a 993 um which is probably my favorite interior anyway so and that little center console bit you've got down there as well you know you haven't got the one in between the seat if you look at the switch gear on there you know the little turning dials for the lights and everything that's very 993 ish um but those those padded stripes on the doors i think are iconic for that car and then all the speakers you've got there look you've got loads of speakers in there and You've got the electric window thing there as well. So, what, you know, switch. yeah, I mean, what I would say with that, this particular car as well, is it's got the original uh, Blaupunkt head mm. unit, which, mm. um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Most of those, particularly for like more used examples, I think this is a bit of a collector car. Mm. Um, you know, it's nice to have that originality. But yeah, yeah maybe, maybe you'd swap it out for a, a PCCM, Andy, so you can like just listen to your podcast or I don't know. You'd, you'd to be fair, you'd, you'd, you'd just be listening to the flat yeah. six anyway. So. Yeah. Do you think that's a that's bit lovely. of a deal? At one one six, it it feels it to me. It doesn't feel crazy. I well, I agree. I well, agree. that's got the soft the soft ruffled lever on it. And if you look at the condition of it, because those yeah. those those soft ruffled lever seats they really do deteriorate over time. But those ones look perfect. Mm. So that's yeah. been treated really yeah. really well. Yeah, I think I know. Um, 
you know it's 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 not a cheap car is it in the grand scheme of no, things no, but um but within the, the the realm of porsche and, and i think it kind of goes back to um a turbo is a bit of an acquired taste everybody mm. with their fun car they tend to just want naturally aspirated so they can you know convince yeah. themselves they're a purist but actually and, and it goes back to what we said before on the podcast an old school 930 turbo is such an event and such a mm. cool fun engaging thing to drive but just in a different way you know yeah i yeah. think that the cab part of it just really appeals to me i yeah. just like think yeah. yeah having a having a little cruise around on a sunday that would just be fantastic so that's lovely i think that's a great choice Andy. thank you and mine was quite special because i i bought mine from jonathan franklin at um when he was at hexagon as well so yeah ah. that's when i first met jonathan franklin so uh, yeah that was a bit of a special yeah. purchase for me very cool. So very as cool. as things stand, Andy, you're Mr. Turbo. Mm. Mm. You've got two turbos. Mm. Have you can get one of those T-shirts with a turbo script on it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Double T. I love that colour as well. I'm a real big fan of yachting blue metallic as well. And those that yachting sort of blue. Oh, you see them on Panameras, blue. don't you? Ah, see yeah. Them on Panameras. Yeah. I yeah. tried to convince myself I could have a Panamera just because I wanted a car in yachting blue metallic because I liked it so much. With, with, How do you spell it? You know, this is just as nice. Yacht, as yeah. in yeah, like, yacht yacht. blue metallic. Yeah. It's a similar of sort color. of colour. They always come with tan leather. Always, yeah. always come with tan leather. So, what's your choice, then, Lee? Um, so I went for um, which is um, is it a bit left field? Possibly. I went for the nine six four anniversary that is currently at Harris Classics. Ah, so oh. I think, um, and this goes back to because actually. Previously, we've had the 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 forty year in the nine nine six and the fifty year nine nine one anniversary car mentioned. So it's kind of yeah, yeah, the yeah. poetic justice there that we mentioned the the original anniversary, which is the thirty year car, which was the nine six four. Which yeah, again, I think just goes a little bit under the radar. But it it's does. it's a it's a four wheel drive nine six four, which would be my drawback, it has to say, for a weekend toy. Um, but I mean, a wide body nine six four, I personally think looks absolutely sensational. It's slightly rarer and that sort of thing could, would probably, you know, be a bit kind of uh, crass or whatever, a bit shallow. It, that You know, that I, I would like the idea of getting into that on a Sunday going, oh, there's not many of these around. Um, and there's only 911 of them made. So the, the 40 and the 50-year cars, there were, there were more. There was 1,963. These yeah. are only 911. I love the fact that the one that ian harris has got is number 356 of 911 yeah, so yeah I think, that's cool I, I think that's really cool what i would do is put the original wheels on it so currently yeah. um it's got some uh, yeah like line. speed speed line lookalikes i think they are um but i have been told that ian does have the original wheels um so i would put them on straight away because i think ones would... are just the wheel aren't they for a nice yeah sport. just look sensational it's in the best color for me um as well yeah. viola metallic yeah um i do like the amethyst that, that, that these cars come in but um no yeah i think i think that's cool the interior I, color as well oh the interior is lovely yeah what would be interesting to know is i know it says here this is one of 39 uk cars made which is yeah pretty cool um but what i would say is optional at the time and not a lot of people know this because not a lot of people went for it is um you could buy a watch which i know is all the rage at porsche these days they're trying to push watches from porsche design but much like with a 40 year you could buy optional luggage with the 964 the 30 year anniversary car um there was a a color-coded watch that came with it which yeah would be i'd wow. be quite in, interested in, in having that 
But this car comes in at one three four double nine five, which yeah, again to us, I think that's good value compared Big to mileage like, though, high yeah, mileage. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it is. But I, I like that. I don't mind that at all. You know, I, I like I like cars that have been driven, um, and yeah. it certainly it, it wouldn't it mean. Yeah, and it, you know, it, I I wouldn't hold back then thinking, oh Christ, what am I doing here? Yeah. Um, I'd I'd go for it, you know, and I really do, you know, carpe diem and all the rest of it. You live once, yeah. so I'd, I'd quite like that. And if you know, if you look at the, you know, the prices of you know narrow body nine six four C twos at the moment, you know, for just a little bit more to get something that's again numbered production run, a genuine, you know, special nine six four. I think that's a cracker. I think it's yeah. good value. I um, remember when these came out, Lee, and I remember thinking, what gorgeous car it is yeah a wide body 964 there's not many better looking 911s i don't think than that yeah agreed agreed if um if i really had a problem with the the c4 then i would go um i'd stay with a 964 but I'd go for the RS at RPM Technic, the Guards yeah, the 964 one. RS. Yeah, gorgeous. I know, I know, like, you know, Guards, Guards Red 964 RS is that's kind of quite a common colour for them, but I don't mind. I think uh, to, to me, yeah. I think when I think of a 964 RS, it, it tends to be red. So yeah, really, really like the look of that. So I think that'd be a fun, engaging car. Again, mainly more for, you know, fast road trips and and you know, our Sunday morning blasts out, Andy, really. Well, I was very lucky to drive a, an RS at the weekend. Yes, so yeah. tell tell us about that because that wow. was it was sensational to see you pedaling that car. I have to say, it was. I mean, it looked when it was moving, it looked fast. If that makes any sense whatsoever, just the way the car was like so hunkered down to the floor. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously you were being respectful with within the limit, but it, it just looked so quick, which was fantastic for a classic. It felt absolutely amazing. Just everything I had dreamed of i think of an rs because i i've always loved the the look of that car i've always thought it's a fantastic looking car um and i sort of envisaged what it would drive like um and it felt as good as i thought it was going to um, you're, everything. you're you're a 964 man aren't you really andy that's what you really like isn't i it? do i do but i i i love nine 93s as well but yeah 964s really do do it for me um wow what a yeah. great opportunity to drive yeah a car like that i was extremely lucky so i thank thank thankful for that thank you very much uh, is it a left-hand it, drive it, car like yours no it's like right-hand drive it was right-hand drive was it yeah right hand so drive. A power steering one yeah power steering yeah uh That's quite it. quite interesting actually uh being because i'd always heard about right-hand drive being a little bit more offset uh-huh and you could definitely feel that the steering wheel felt like it was way off to the to the left compared to the left-hand drive uh, 993s and 964s everything's in line the steering wheel feels in the right spot mm-hmm. it did feel quite quite a long way off left actually um and also where where to put your foot you've left you know your foot your clutch foot there was nowhere to put it where in my car you've got a lovely spot for it to go so um yeah, I've I've always heard of you know good things of left-hand drive early 911s drive much, or feel much more natural than a right-hand drive, um, and I did did feel that. But nine nine six four RS, the overall feel of it, the um, it feels just everything feels delicate yet precision. There's delicate yet nothing felt like it was going to fall off, but you, everything was. With delicacy, you know, the steering mm. felt delicate in that everything you did, it reacted and you felt everything. Uh, loved the lights, lightened um, flywheel, engine, 
just gorgeous the way that that went I, I, yeah just and it, what I really took away from it is, is so I'm so excited of what I'm doing to the 993 um, because I'm trying to get that RS spice into the 993 yeah yeah nice I think I'm doing the right thing so I'm looking what about what about the famously rock hard ride I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't said it was crazy rock hard hmm. no um, but then I'm used to a 993 on some not I wouldn't say baggy suspension but um you know fairly lowered um so yeah I didn't feel it was crazy no yeah. no felt good felt yeah amazing car okay nice to have an appraisal on that has to be mm. said yeah yeah so enjoyable so yeah right. thank you very much Paul really appreciate well, it in the in similar zest to that fantasy drive we are on to our like ultimate fantasy halo car that's currently listed on the nine works marketplace so there is, there is no budget here it's all gone out the window <laughs> so uh all bets are off neil what's what's what do you go for um i think if so if they'd have had a right hand drive four liter which they haven't i would have probably gone for that so um i've gone for the r the 911 r um i wish i'd have got one first time around because i'm pretty sure i would have still had it um i would take the stripes off it straight away because i'm not a fan um and it's but why i don't mind um again the buckets on it not not a big fan but i think they're the the okay buckets because obviously the 918 wasn't around then so i think these are am i right in saying that they're folding buckets or are they not folding buckets i'm not i'm not a hundred percent i don't think i don't think they're folders are they in the arm are they no they're not but i don't think it's an upright as bucket as what we have to contend with now is it i don't know um who are they i don't know is it 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 is the 918 oh it is to be honest yeah it is it is okay just looks a little bit softer to me with the brown leather and all that in it so i think it just aesthetically makes it look a little bit more comfortable before you get in it but um i've I've never heard a bad word said about the r and i'd love to i've never even driven one but um i i would doubt if it would disappoint me so um that would be my halo car still and the only thing that's stopping me buying one is the price is just i don't think it's put it this way um it's special but i don't think it's so just trying to do my maths so um i don't think it's five times or four four and a half times better than my 991 gts i just don't think it is um it's a lot better obviously but i don't think it's four and a half times better than my as in price wise so um that would be my money, no object car, definitely. Solid choice. Solid it's got choice. all the um, it's got all the boxes ticked as well, which you would expect to have in the you know the single mass flywheel and everything on there as well. If you if you if you look through it, it's got all the the right boxes ticked. Yeah, if you yeah if you if you're looking at an R either as you know the ultimate car for this particular investment as well, like yeah, you, mm. you you definitely want one with the um the single mass flywheel. And you probably want one with the buckets if you're going to go for investment, right? So I do understand that. So yeah. yeah, solid, absolutely solid. All right then, Max. Well, nine nine one R, I think is, you know, if I were going to have one nine eleven, I could have any nine eleven. I would probably have a nine nine one R. You know, I really, you know, really, really. I've never driven one, but everything that I've read, you know, and all the experience I've taken from everything I have driven, that's the car that I think. Uh, I would have so I was drawn to that straight away 
Um, like you, Neil, I'd, you know, if I would, if I'd spec one of these cars from you, I'd have done a stripe delete. But the fact that it's blue stripes as opposed to the green or the red, mm. um, you know, something a bit different, I think I'd probably go with it. I think that's quite fun. But, um, but because you've chosen it, I won't choose that because there was some other stuff that I was looking at as well. Um, I was looking the other day and I'm not normally drawn to lizard green, but RPM have got a 901.2 GT3 RS in lizard green with decal delete. And the interesting thing about that car is that it was ordered and bought by Nick Tandy. Oh, wicked. So Nick Tandy is the, is the first owner. And I think the only owner, um, and he signed the inside of the bonnet, but you know, he's got his name on the pink slip. Um, and, uh, then the story goes in the description that he bought it to celebrate winning the Nürburgring 24 hours for Manti in, you know, in a sort of similarly colored, similarly colored car. So that's quite cool. That's quite a cool story. Um, so, so I was drawn to that. He, he, uh, I've, I've seen that car. I've been to uh, Nick's house and did an interview with him. And um, like he's shown us all the trophies as one well, of which there are many, obviously, at, at, you know, all the big races around the uh, around the world. And then as I was leaving, it was just, you know, showed us in the garage and was like, oh, yeah, there's there's my Lizard RS. And I'm sure there was a, a Viola. Um, no, 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 it's not. It's not Viola, is it? For the Gem 1, the purple? Uh, ultraviolet. 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 There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sure there was one of them sitting next to it as well. So, um, but yeah, that's 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 seriously cool. And that's that's got to be worth some tandy tax as well. If if a legendary <laughs> Porsche works driver has owned that car. That's, yeah, exactly. That's cool. But, but, but he only done 905 miles in it. So I yeah. think to, I think he was too busy um, flying to the US every other week because okay. gen, yeah, gen, yeah. genuinely as well at, at the time he was racing in uh, GTLM over in the states but was okay. still based in the UK so he was um, he was doing air miles if not GT3 RS miles. I do I do think it's enhanced greatly by the decal delete. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Mm. I think so, it's too, um, almost too makes much. It, makes it look a bit comical. In um, it reduces the length of the car. Do you know? Hmm. Does that in some of those pictures? I, yeah, the on the wheels look bigger. Yeah, on the front yeah. three quarter angle, I get that. I do yeah. get that. I just think down the side where it doesn't say GT3 RS, I just think all of a sudden there's a lot. You know, it's just a big slab of green. I, I think the car needs that contrast color to break that green up a little bit. But that would just be my take. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, so I was drawn to that, but. But, <laughs> but that's not my choice. Oh, this is, this is Max, Max's whirlwind. Well, well, what I'm actually going to choose is that, um, a car that I saw in Rome at the weekend. It was the only great car that I saw in Rome over the weekend, which is the Paragon uh, 997 GT3 RS in black with the orange decals. Gem 1. Gem 1. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah car that Neil's owned. Um, and I think that was just brilliant. It's it's the almost the forgotten RS as we've talked about before, but mm. yeah, you know, I think it really that's, is great. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty rad. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no one's just really talking about that that car. It's a, as far as RSs go, completely under the radar at the moment. Yeah, and I think in any um, you know in any Porsche collection that I've got, any fantasy garage that I'm playing, you know, it's difficult not to have an RS in there. You know, I feel like you know you need to have an RS product in there, in there somewhere. So I've got that, I've got that in there. And, I, uh, I, I just love Max as a 997 Gen 1 evangelist. Your ultimate money yeah. can't buy car is a 997.1. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I was so excited when we saw one because Rome is not a car town. If you've ever been to Rome, you know, there's no room to drive a car around Rome, really. Yeah. So as a car spotters weekend, which is not what it was, <laughs> it was rubbish. But, you know, I heard I heard a 911 noise um, and, and this Italian registered <laughs> one of these just appeared. So I, I, can, al- I can almost hear Max's whoops. I was pretty excited <laughs> about it. So I legged it up the road so I could get a shot of it because it was coming around the ring road that goes around the edge of the river but then he stopped and pulled over the driver because he wanted to get out and do some shots probably for his own instagram so he parked the car pretty much right in front of me i took some shots and then he disappeared back into the traffic and brilliant it looked amazing you know moving in normal traffic black with orange yeah i'm I'm trying to find your pictures max because that's a little bit different to mine because mine didn't have those front and rear decal stripes on it that's why little bits no yeah. So this one here on your Instagram, your, oh, his one has. Yeah. But I think, my, I, I think that's because yours has been front and backwards into a tire wall in there. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> he did a brown hatch. Yeah. But my, um, um, yeah. So I wonder why, why mine look different. And I, I look personally, I think they're a little bit over the top. The, the front ones and the back ones are, they're just not needed. I think if you took those off, that would look a lot cleaner car like, like yeah. mine did, but I'm, I'm slightly biased. I'll colour them in with a permanent marker. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm having. For all those choices, that's what I'm per- having. Perspex glass at the back? Yeah. Or Perspex. RS it is. Yep. yep. Mega is, yeah. thing. Sounds like a bag of spanners when you when you start it up. Yeah. Very Proper. cool. As as all the best cars do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go on then, Andy. What's what's yours? I see if well, you've let fly now with a budget. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I'm going with um, the 964 um, anniversary. Oh, so yeah, the one that you picked as your lower one, that would be my, out of all of this that's on here, that would be my fantasy. Mm. Um, but I'd have a big budget for modifying it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, what would you do? Uh, what would I do? So those wheels are just hideous on it. I absolutely hate them. The color match wheels are terrible. So that's got, those, those have got to be binned. Um so that's changing. Uh, the four-wheel drive's been ripped out. It's going two-wheel drive. Uh, it's going to get a Roth Sport engine with um, independent throttle bodies on it. Interior's good. That steering wheel's shocking. That's coming out. So I don't mm. mind the wheel. Oh, I really don't like that steering wheel. That's my favourite 911 wheel, the Club is Sport it really? wheel. Yeah, it oh, is. I, I love it. I test it. Absolutely it's amazing it. how different people are, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, interior, I'd get those seats converted into sports seats, but sticking with the overall theme of that colour, that interior, because it goes so well with the um, with the paint on the outside. Um, so looks-wise, it would look quite... Ah, oh, the other thing I'd sort out is that front bumper. You know, with the 964, where they always do that sad face... Yes. And nobody yeah. ever seems to fix it. It's like, Jesus, come on. Needs a bit I mean, of MDF, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky bugger, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. That's that's where I'd be. Nice. Lots so you'd of go- lot, little tweaks. Good suspension on there. I'd probably, yeah, be spending 100K on an engine. Let's yeah. go for it. And another 100K <laughs> on all the other stuff I want to do. Is that a mad one? So yours would be the 964 C4 anniversary reimagined by Andy. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, Yeah, very cool. Mate, that's cool. That's very cool. And there is actually, I don't know if any of you guys um, remember, somebody has done that. 
or something similar to that. There is one of these which has been converted to two-wheel drive. It's green. Oh, um, you're thinking of the um, st- uh, st- oh, I can't think of the. It was built in Leeds. Oh, okay. Maybe not. For a guy who had a, I think it was probably 997 era. Yeah. He had a 997 GT3 RS. Um, I remember I'm, I'm paraphrasing from the magazine article. Um, uh, and that was quite valuable at a time when these cars weren't valuable. So he built this up as a project. So okay. it's sort of not Python green, you know, the green, the, the Viper green, yeah. it's that sort of color. Yeah. It's got black centered wheels and it was built by a firm up in, up in Leeds. Yeah. Two wheel drive conversion. Okay. Um, mega looking thing right up your street, Andy. Mm. I'm sure it's still around. It was, yeah. it's a lovely car. Cool. I'll find some pictures. Like to see that. Yep. So that's mine. What about you, you Lee? Lee? So, uh, yeah, it's funny what Neil said or mentioned earlier on about the uh, 997 RS 4 litre. So there are four RS 4 litres currently on the um, marketplace on Nineworks. But, yeah, they're, they're all left-hand drive, and that would be a deal-breaker for me. Um, nothing kind Why? of particularly Why? against left-hand drive. I just, in this country, it's easier being on the right-hand side, yeah. particularly when you want to overtake. I mean, Andy... You know, we found this out from you Sunday. You were in a right-hand drive car in that 964 RS, and there were a lot, of, a lot of overtakes going on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just for me, I'd, I'd just, I'd like a. I don't, a, I don't a find it an drive. issue. I, I, I think for to be based in the UK, I and for a car like that, as you know, as your absolute fantasy halo car. Yeah, for some money, no object as well. Then, I, I, yeah, yeah, then I, I, I do. Yeah, okay, you know, right. it's more of an issue than it would otherwise be. Um, so yeah i then looked at the r to be honest for the similar reasons to to what neil and and max said um it's white with the blue stripes i'm not really digging the blue stripes i like the fact it's different i wouldn't take the stripes off like what you guys Mm -hmm. say i i I think the r needs the stripes are the the stripes Um, actually painted on on the R? no no they're stickers Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the art, I think it's a cool like design thing of the R. And then, I mean, we saw once that car came out in 2016, a few people mimicked that on their own, you know, cars, whether it was 996, 997 or, or you know, 991 GTSs I saw. So I quite like that. But, you know, I, I quite like the launch colour of uh, green stripes, really. But um, it, it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me with that. But yeah, so it would be that I'm going to do a max and just give maybe a couple and, and just say if if not the R. So if if Neil said, look, I'm buying this card, you're absolutely not doing it. So you can foxtrot Oscar. Um, then I would go for the 997 GT2 RS at Jonathan Franklin. We've talked about this car before. Yeah. Um, I, I know someone is on to it at the moment. So by the time the pod comes out, it might be gone, which is a shame. But I think it's a better investment. It's lower mileage. There are less cars made. Um, and same as the R, it doesn't really have a, a genuine motorsport link like the RS4 litre. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with that, and I don't think I'd be disappointed at all. I thought you were going to pick that. I mean, that's a special car, isn't it? It's, it's a really so, special car. It's so special. And like, you know, GT Silver? Yeah, I think, is it GT Silver? I can't remember. It's the the, it. the GT2 RS Silver. GT Silver with the carbon um, bonnet. Yeah, and, and the you finish know. on those wheels. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's gorgeous. And, and you've driven that car, haven't you? I have. Yeah, we did a did a YouTube video on it. And and again, it's kind of this. You think, well, how does a turbo RS work? But actually, and as we've said before, it really does meld the idea of a turbocharged 911 with that kind of RS DNA. 
so unbelievably well you 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 kind of can't quite believe how well that's been pulled off so it's it's a it's a really really special car and then mm. i i don't mind the fact it's turbocharged to be honest yeah nice choice that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah the, do you know there's some really good choices in there and as you said a couple of minutes ago andy it's amazing how kind of different everybody's kind of choices are but also their take on their needs what they like perhaps nor you know what they don't like so much and it really does kind of highlight the fact that there is a porsche out there for everybody yeah i wonder if that number plate comes with a car lee on what one sorry on on your choice the the, the, the gt2 yeah gt02 rrr (laughs) yeah hopefully (laughs) doesn't say doesn't say it doesn't doesn't say it doesn't yeah negotiable yep. negotiable yeah yep. so yeah look, very cool well look, we'll, we'll sign this section off and, and just kind of yeah remind you listening at home to yeah absolutely go and check the nineworks classifieds uh, or the nineworks marketplace as it's called these days we've got yeah. over 70 cars on there currently all from reputable dealers you can get finance quotes and independent inspections so it's a it's a really good place to go and take a look it was something um, else I yeah. just wanted to mention because I couldn't fit it into one of the categories. There's a car on there that I've been looking at that if I could afford to move on from my current car, I would have actually bought. Someone else has beaten me to it, unsurprisingly. It's the uh, 991.1 GT3 RPM. It's a, it's a five or under 100 grand. And I looked at that when it went up on there, um, up on here. Um, and it's just, it's it's mega stunning isn't it it hasn't got a cage um you know it's got all the stuff that i need for something to use you know a lot because i still have it so it's got lift it's got dab because it's a 14 plate car Uh, it doesn't have a cage so i might be able to get the dogs in the back still um and it's it's just you know that's you know i often think that if i can at some point i would like to go gt3 just to have that gt car experience yeah and i think if i could have done i would have bought that having seen it on nine works i'm lucky sod has bought it (laughs) (laughs) uh tops gents absolutely tops well um dragging ourselves from fantasy and kind of dumping ourselves back into reality i think it'd be prudent to touch base on our individual porsche projects because it's been a while since we've discussed that and uh well andy i know for a fact you've been super busy um your your project involves buying a dishwasher off gumtree (laughs) (laughs) Which is just fantastic. Go on, tell us, tell us kind of what the latest is with your lovely 993. Yeah, so yeah, I've been um, obviously cleaning all the bits on the underside and I've got, well, I reckon it's got to be about 300 individual nuts and bolts and washes and stuff like that. Um, so all of that's going off to plating, but I thought it'd be a really good idea to get it all clean first. And I just didn't fancy sitting at the sink <laughs> scrubbing away <laughs> so i yeah i managed to buy a dishwasher off gumtree for 20 quid <laughs> and i chucked everything through and i tell you what it works perfectly absolutely brilliant if you need to wash a load of car parts get a dish get a second-hand dishwasher it's a such good idea and actually when you sent me the picture of uh, all the porsche parts in the dishwasher you just said yes yeah, sarah won't be pleased and i genuinely <laughs> thought you'd put all your car parts in your actual dishwasher you know? <laughs> <laughs> we've actually got uh, quite an expensive dishwasher it's one of these um patient um what is fisher it? and Pikel. that's fisher it fisher and Pikel Pikel, double yeah. draw things that's that yep yeah, I'd be absolutely crucified <laughs> if that was the case. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all going well. 
So when uh, when's the 993 can be back on the road after its chassis overhaul? Uh, I'm still a few weeks away. I think I've got um, I've got to get all that stuff off to plating. Um, I've got a few bits, all of the aluminium castings to go off to blasting and then um, painting as well. So they're all going to be um, cerakoted. Uh, then I've got to assemble it all together and then get it all aligned. So yeah, I've still got a fair bit to do. So it's going to be a few weeks yet. Amazing. Well, it it's going like, to be worth it. Yeah, big time. I can't wait to see that back on the road. Um, bit of a new look for 2022. So hopefully, well, it's uh, funny actually because it's not going to look much different. I'll say wheel because you, you were you were saying about a wheel choice, but that yeah, be delayed, but, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, budget's running out, so there's <laughs> so, so much stuff to do underneath. Yeah, it's going to look pretty much like the same car, but um, will drive so much yes. differently. Um, hopefully. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've got lots of lots of things going on underneath. Um, I've picked a few bits as far as changes that you know. I've got the KW3s to go on, uh, but I've also got solid rear mounts for the um, rear subframe. So I take out some of the rubber at the back. Um, I've got GT2 um, inner tr- inner track rod um, ends. Um, so that takes out all the rubber on the the steering. Um, but keeping everything else as standard rubber in all of the suspension joints. Um, so I'm looking for that balance of taking all of the, the movement out, but still having it being a, you know, quite a nice place to be. Um, mm-hmm. But with much more, uh, what's the word, you know, going around the corners and not feeling sort of yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, Have you chosen different. those components to, if you like, remove some of the rubber Yes. As opposed to other components, is that a tactical decision to do it there and there to yeah, get the absolutely. balance that you're trying to achieve with the car? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go. You know, so crazy. I think you can go way too far and try and take all the rubber out, and then you're yeah. just left with a car that's just going to take your teeth out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's so, easy to go down that road road as yeah. well, you know. So yeah, it's well done. I think the art is in the restraint of what you you don't do. Yeah. Yeah. as much as the choices that you do make yeah well the proof is in the pudding i guess and it will see what it feels like yeah well let, let's let's run a test drive on it at the start of next series you know you you and i can have a bumble around paul and bournemouth and we see what we think absolutely yeah amazing amazing max neil what's going on in, in your world um i've got a couple of things going on so i've um paragon have recently um done the speed lines for me on my 993 which I was always itching to do. Remember when we did the Bournemouth um, meet, um, the opening of the OPC, um, Andy was very kindly sending me pictures of lots of different wheels and everything I could put on the 993. And I think it was obvious I, I wanted to have speed lines on this. So I went for real speed lines, if you like. So the Porsche supplied one. So Paragon got them direct from Porsche for me. swapped over the wheels and everything and they look pretty cool and i had it all detailed and ceramic coated by matt at the matte finish so it's looking pretty dandy at the moment um i haven't gone as far as having it ice blasted underneath but maybe that's something that'll be done in the next year or two because i I do i do like the look of your one and there's a youtube video on on denzel washington's 993 turbo he's a he's got a one owner he's only from new 993 turbo black one and he's just had his one done as well so if it's good enough for andy and denzel then it's good enough for me (laughs) apparently they talked about it that's what i heard yeah slightly (laughs) and um i've been looking at my 911s 
recently and um, I think it needs to go back to the good old can for classics to um, have all the rubber seals um, around the bumpers and the windows uh, replaced because even though mine's kept in a garage all the time they, they just seem to have perished over time I mean my my um my um, 911S is now, what, 10 years old since it's been done by um, Canford Classics. So um, obviously... Is that, is that 2.2S, Neil? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 51-year-old car, but um, all the new rubbers and seals were done, obviously, when it was done um, by Canfords in 2012. And they've all just started to crack and harden, you know, they're like rock hard and perish. So I think it needs to go back to um, Canfords for a bit of TLC. So... That'll be going back there soon. So, yeah, that's my two um, projects. Absolutely cracking. Yeah. So open wallet surgery this month then with the speed lines. <laughs> open wallet surgery there. And um, I'm sure Camfords will suggest other bits and pieces that need doing. And I'll just go, yeah, go on then, because that's a pretty special car to me. So, you know, we all want those sort of cars to be kept perfect. So, yeah, that's my ones. Yeah, that's Is the uh, 993 coming to the awards? Uh, yeah, I can't see why not. Yeah, can't see why oh. not. Nice. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. As long as you rope off a, a space for me where, you know, in the, in the car park. <laughs> yeah, big time. 100%. 100%. That's, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Cracking. Max, what have you been up to? I haven't got much to report, really, on, on the on the project front. I've got a nail in the tyre of the McCann. Got that ah. removed. Fixed for 20 <laughs> quid. That was a relief. Cheap month. Paying for a tyre. So that was a cheap month. Mainly, I've just been driving. That's pretty much what I, you know, that's my idea of project work is um, driving. Getting the mile. <laughs> so I've been driving the 991 a lot at, at every opportunity. You've had some, you know, some half decent weather in amongst the terrible weather. I've been, um, you know, that's what I like to do with my 911 is use it as much as I can. So that's what I've been doing. I mean, doing some quite cool stuff with it, though. I went to meet um, a friend of mine who was lucky enough to get a 992 GT3 PTS allocation. That's a stunning and, um, spec. Yeah. I knew because someone let slip, I knew that it was green, but I didn't know which green it was. And I knew that it didn't have silver wheels because he said to me, look, Max, it hasn't got silver wheels. All right. So just shut up. <laughs> shut up. So I guessed that it had the neodym wheels. So um, he picked it up on the Friday and we met for breakfast on the Sunday. So it only had 80 miles on it. So it was super fresh. And, um, you know, people probably seen it on my Instagram and lots of other people's Instagram. It's Underberg green. Um, and it's a really beautiful car. It's absolutely gorgeous. He's done a great job. Yeah. Great job. Fab. Um, I did say to him, you know, part of my fantasy garage time spent is agonizing over the details of specs and that sort of thing. The thought of having a PTS choice to make just, you know, I can't cope with it. Even in fantasy world, I've never finished one. But he said he had a really clear idea about what he wanted. And when he was given the allocation, um, you know, he got there really quickly. Well, you know, there's PTS um, Plus now as well, don't you? Oh, God, I don't even want to know about that. Well, there's PTS, so you get to choose one of the, I don't know, the hundred and something Porsche, yeah. Porsche colours. Now there's PTS Plus, where you can go in, in, in with a bit of your Nan's curtain. And if they, <laughs> if they, if they, if they can't match it up, with the paint they pay for it so they pay for the r&d to try and match up the paint if they can't they they pay for it if they can then obviously you can have it in whatever match match to whatever thing you like so i think i think pts means you can go in with a specified car color so it could be an audi color could be a lamborghini color but yeah. just as long as it's got a paint number but if you go in with something that's not a paint number that's pts plus yeah. god 
PTS plus far too much for me. I have got the PTS palette, you know, the, the uh, you know, cause I was trying to, you know, I was looking at the greens hmm. and uh, yeah, 180 colors or whatever, on, you know, hmm. as you say. Isn't there, an, there's a new website, I think. For there is, the yeah. PTS. The PTS yeah. configurator. Yeah. Um, which is good fun. So uh, yeah, so, so he's got that car and he's here, as I say, he got there really quickly. Um, and he's done a really lovely job actually with the car. It's gorgeous. Uh, so I sent him a couple of times and I went to a BRDC track day last week with my friend who's got the 956. Um, and he also brought his uh, 74 three liter RSR. Oh, um, oh, along, oh, which previously I've, I've only ever seen oh, it at his house. Oh, so sorry. to see it in the pit lane, you know, it, you know, seeing cars in the right sort of context is always better, isn't it? Yeah. So seeing it in the pit lane, it's the Cafe Mexicana. Car, which won the Mexico thousand kilometers in 1974 you know it's, it's a mega thing yeah. so um so yeah so that was pretty cool uh so how are uh, the years after so yeah so i've been um yeah driving my own car and enjoying chatting with other people about their cars that's 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 my porsche life good, good man <laughs> it's not bad yeah, is it really it's pretty it's better good. than, it's better than being cooped up in the garage absolutely big, big time it's the way to do it it is the way to do it um well yeah i've uh, i did a, a youtube video which hopefully oh yeah you a, a few yeah what have you have been seen. up to so i uh, yeah finally andy you'll you'll be as chuffed as i am that um finally ripped out those 996 tombstone seats from little irish mm. and put in the 997 or 987 because uh, they were from a boxster sports seats which has just made the most unbelievable experience uh, like most unbelievable change it honestly it mm. really is it that is a top top seat and and for something that bolts in uh, scott at barn sport had to do a little bit of fiddling with the wiring um but it's great and and like brief synopsis it's lighter like considerably lighter than the 996 seat actually oh is it when i didn't know that yeah well, when you took I, it out you could feel how different yeah i didn't i didn't have um a set of scales like big enough but i tried to like weigh them but like the 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 difference is significant yeah um between the two although i will say the 996 seat was fully electric the 997 only had the electrical backrest um but, but I, yeah. I actually prefer that i don't know about you I prefer agreed the, yeah yeah agreed i said in the, you in can the video get lower can't you by not having all the gubbins underneath you, you, well, you do you sit much lower Good. in the 997 yeah. seat which means i can see all the clocks on the car now um but yeah agreed andy particularly if you use the car like semi-regularly yeah you know just kind of the, the seat crawling electronically forward and backwards when you're just sliding that nib to and fro when i said on my video you just want to like you know frisbee some shopping or a dog in the back yeah. it's just not practical so yeah the, the mechanical element is fine yeah. so it's lighter you sit lower the steering uh, the seating position is exquisite in terms of there's really good lateral hold it's far more comfortable um and it's really weird where the side bolsters are a bit thicker it they kind of thrust your arms forward onto the wheel so it's a really nice natural position to sit if that makes sense yeah so yeah that, that was phenomenal and then yeah i've replaced i put that classic badge on that um that yeah, we sure. about a couple of mm. episodes ago so yeah, yeah, I think like next up, I'd really like to change the colour of my Fuchs wheels. I'm just like a little bit bored with that. And I'd like to improve the braking as well. So that's probably where I'll go next with the car. Yeah. Um, although actually, I will just say I've got a um, rolling road day booked in at the end of April. So I'm going to fit an IPD plenum and we're going to uh, do a, um, an apples of apples before and after a rolling road dyno run to see actually what gains, if any, the IPD plenum gives. So that'll be quite cool to just have a bit of an acid test. Nice. I had that on my 997, Lee. It was, um, it was good. You did. So did you just put that on or was it the IPD plenum with some other kind of, uh, uh, it was with a, 
it was with an ECU tweak. Okay, fine. Well. Yeah. And was that done at Paragon? It was done at Paragon, yeah. Okay. After and reading did... about it in Total 911. Oh, okay. In that fine. article about modifying M9697 engines. Yeah, top 10 mods, I think it was. Yeah. It was yeah. Or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So did did Paragon recommend, or was it even the article that recommended the the tweak, the engine ECU tweak, as well as the RTD? Yes, it plenum. was. It was yeah. the article okay. that recommended it. So I thought I'd go with that. Um, it was on my fifth anniversary with the car. And I yeah. just thought, you know, it was a it, it was a year when there wasn't lots of consumables uh, to do, and I thought, God, you know, why don't I do something this year yeah. with the car? And I, I saw that in the magazine, and I got it done, and it, it was good actually. You know, people say there's no point doing something like that on a on an engine like that, but it definitely made the car feel more athletic. Yeah, I thought, you know, coming out of a you know coming out of a forty or a fifty, you know, that sort of um, in gear performance, it definitely mm. felt fitter. Like, yeah that's that's super interesting so what um in terms of like figure what what power did you get put what an extra 20 or something uh, like with, in, with the map and the ipd or? in in the magazine yeah <laughs> it, it said something like 35 to 45 or something horsepower yeah. you're never yeah. gonna go um but i i don't know what the figure was but it definitely you know through the mid-range and acceleration it definitely felt it definitely felt like a, a more a fitter, more athletic car. And actually, when I came uh, to meet you and Kyle and Louis, and we did that that feature, yeah, uh, Louis C four S nine hundred seven, completely standard. Mine yeah. had that mod on it, and I didn't tell Kyle. Um, I didn't tell you either because the car was supposed to be standard for the feature. And I thought, <laughs> I'm ruin my chances. <laughs> so I didn't mention that. <laughs> and Kyle came back and said, "That feels fantastic, that car." Okay, so they're yeah. like. Then I, yeah, I fessed up I after that. Yeah, no, that's interesting. So, you know, so that's, I'll yeah. Take that as, Are um, you going on a proper, proper, proper rolling road? Like one, like an enclosed one? Yes. Yeah. Because they're quite gonna... scary things, aren't they? Because I took my 911S to CCK Engineering to have one and they don't let you in there just in case bits fly off your car. So the guy goes in there, straps it all down. And then he sits in the car and revs it till it's going to scream like anything. And you're just just standing outside looking through the window. Your yeah. poor, poor, poor car being revved right to the red line. That's a bit, yeah. Oh, it's I'm horrible. Sure. It's horrible. Like, yeah. It's a bit, well, yeah, I won't say what it sounds like. Yeah, but, it's um, horrible. It, yeah, but it, it's interesting what you're saying about the um, the remap, actually, Max, in kind of mm. teeing that up. Um, my car, and I, I've never made any kind of thing about it because I don't really care, but my car was actually remapped about 10 yeah. Well, more more than ten years ago, um, and I've got the 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 dyno readout. It was when the car before my time, but it lived in Essex. So some geezer had it and thought, <laughs> "I'm going to get maximum BHP out of this Porsche and, and put uh, some white wrap on it." Yeah, put the yeah put the wrap on it. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, but it got it was like 320 horsepower up from 300. So obviously it's pretty negligible. But then considering you know we are over a decade on from that. Mm you know what with wear and tear we're probably back to 300 so i just kind of think well we call it mm. quits really um but it'd be interesting to see yeah how how that kind of yeah, yeah. marries up so yeah well, just going yeah. back to your seat thing i changing the seat is one of the things i thought about all the time on my 907 my 907 had the standard seat the tombstone seat just yeah. with the back adjustment so the driving position was amazing but the support was rubbish and i thought about pole positions and the you know the 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 Porsche carbon bucket, the folder. You know, four grand each, and you know, I thought of all sorts of crazy things, but never doing what you've done, just changing my tombstone seat to the sports seat. 
And having been in Neil's 991 GTS, because my 991 just has the normal seat, you know, what a great mod that is. It's so much nice, much better seat. Seat, seat choice is so crucial. You know, yeah. uh, Mine are not fully electric drivers. either. Drivers. Yeah. They're okay. Not, okay. yeah. No, they're, they're, they're just the, the rear. Uh, just yeah. the yeah yeah it's, you know you spend all your time sitting in that seat and you know especially if you're going to be doing a lot of miles and stuff you know yeah. kind of it's 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 something you should fuss over more than yeah know, yeah paint, paint yeah. choice or you know bows or whatever mm. because it's you know it'll either like break your back or, or make your back yeah, really <laughs> so you know since buying the 991 you know i was excited about the ventilated seats and i used them the other day and i was coming back for silverstone it's lovely i don't yeah. i wasn't thinking about sports to the it was only going to well, exactly it was only going to neil's gts that turned me on to it but now when i'm playing fantasy garage i obsess about seats you know almost more than anything else yeah. i really enjoyed the um pole positions in the rs at the weekend thought they they were really good yeah i was, I was concerned that the pole positions might be a bit um tight for my big bones but <laughs> <laughs> it was I, I was looking perfect. at the wider one i was looking at the wider option pole position when i was looking at oh, it. Yeah. but i was worried about um not being able to get into the back you know because i was using the 997 yeah a lot and i thought at first i thought well i could just put one pole position in and leave the other seat but my ocd couldn't cope with that yeah. so i thought whatever seat i put in they've both got to be the same i've got to have two seats the same mm. i thought if i've got two fixed buckets then you know i've, I've yeah. stuffed up the practicality of what is quite a practical car yeah it was funny yeah, so me somebody messaged me on instagram in the week who um had seen the video and they they said look yeah I've, i did a similar kind of thing so 991.1 gt3 over in the states um and he'd swapped out his driver's seat for a folding uh, carbon bucket um which means you know they're they're huge money and for that reason he bought one rather yeah. than two and said you know forgive me for only doing one and i went back and i, I said well i i don't mind just having like the one like proper driver's seat because that's very kind of sports purpose style mm. actually yeah, yeah, if you look yeah. back at the original sports purpose mm. um and again you know it comes down to practicality and goes off what neil said at the top of the podcast you have to make a decision for you and your lifestyle and mm. you know in, in in my kind of point of view there'd be no good putting a full bucket in because laura would never go near the car yeah so you know i could hack somebody at cars and coffee turning their nose up because the seats don't match because you know the opinion of my wife matters a little bit more so yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> you know but yeah it's a good choice it's a good point yeah i think that's true of the 918 bucket thing isn't it you know it if I, if I was specking a car, again, it goes back to the fancy garage thing, you know, to not choose such a gorgeous seat, you know, that would be, you know, that was something that Pete, who's got this Underberg Green GT3, you know, he, that was one of the things that he did agonise over. Gearbox was the other. And he nearly went for the for the sports seat, but he couldn't resist. The no, but the thing is, though, the thing is, though, Max, you can, you can convert the sports seats to the buckets, but you can't do it the other way because the electrical stuff's not there. So the best thing is uh, to do is to get the sports seats and buy the 918 buckets put them in then you can always change them back and have all the electrics there for the heated seats whereas you can't do it the other way oh interesting yeah 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 cracking well look that's a, a sound bit of consumer advice to wrap up the part there <laughs> yes. mr plumpton so thanks for his kids <laughs> excellent is there any other business before we close the episode yeah, the only other business is stop calling me physicals because otherwise people are going to want to know why you call, why you call me physicals. Well, that's, that's the teaser, you see. So maybe yeah. at the start of the episode, yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to reveal the, the red top 
yeah. uh, article all about you. Yeah, we can't <laughs> stop because I've just bought F one two two KID as as a present for you, the number plate. <laughs> Uh, fantastic fantastic well gents that that'll wrap up another stellar pod so thank you for joining us thank you at home for listening we hope that we've um, inspired you to look on the nine works marketplace let us know what your three car garage would be the daily driver the weekend toy and the ultimate halo fancy car let's get those screenshots up on people's stories tag us in yes great shout great shout and we um the four of us and another 81 guests will see you for the last episode of the series, which will be live from the Nine Works Awards. So we'll see you there. Looking forward to that. See you all soon. This episode is brought to you by our very kind Patreons. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us, you can do so at www.patreon.com backslash Nine Works Radio.